Welcome to the Most True You podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Irene. Today, we are joined by Anya Simmons, and Anya is a trained British nanny. She is a yoga teacher, a parenting coach, and the mother of two. After a decade of raising children of other families, it came as a surprise when Anya's experience did not quite apply when it came time to raise her own. It wasn't until she discovered yoga that she realized that while raising her children, she was also raising herself. Anya is a retreat and space holder for women around the world. She hosts Parenting Differently podcast and coaches parents. One of her most memorable out-of-comfort-zone memories was when she starred in the vagina monologues. It was exhilarating, considering vagina was not even a common word in her vocabulary. Anya's first book, Parent from This Place, How Yoga Changed the Way I Parented, will be released fall 2021. You can find out more about Anya at parentingsuccesscoach.com and on Instagram at parentingsuccesscoach. So Anya, that is quite an introduction and I cannot wait to dig into who you are. But first, I just need to know, what are the vagina monologues? (laughs) This sounds amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. It's a play um, written by Eve Ensler. Okay. And this was an amateur production. There's many different pr- productions, but she wrote it it's as a monologue that it's different women and, and their experiences all around having a vagina, but also having like women in, in the world. And some of it's funny, some of it's really deep and touching. Yeah. And yeah, I, it was, I had seen it funny enough that year. And wow. then I was thinking, well, I know I really want to get bigger in this coaching world, parent coaching and empowering parents. You know, I see myself as a speaker, as you know, many, many things. And just, you know, how life works. I'm sure you're on the mm-hmm. same wavelength. It came up on Facebook that she, they, they were holding auditions. And I thought, okay, you know what? I'm going to see, I have no acting experience, none of that. I'm just going to audition. I've never auditioned. I'm just going to audition and that would be amazing. Then I'll feel what it's like on stage. So I didn't think the next step at all. That hadn't even occurred to me. <laughs> I tend to do that. I'm a jumper in and then I'm like, oh, whoa. And so when I loved it. I did the audition and I thought, oh, my God, that's hilarious. I even pronounced some of the words wrong in the script that I had. So I don't usually say those things in public. And I just thought, oh, wow, how funny. And I kind of felt a bit cheeky, like, oh, that, how amazing was that? And I didn't, hadn't told anybody when went for because I wasn't going to get apart <laughs> that oh, was not my emotion I know and then a few weeks later maybe they called me and said oh you you have the part and I was like what no oh no 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 you don't understand I, really, I was going through my whole no I wasn't auditioning for yeah anyway and so it was quite an adventure of yeah so deep so deep more than the words itself and the other beautiful ladies that were in there who were way more experienced in in acting being on stage and more comfortable with saying being women I guess Mm -hmm. you know so I love that you said about the book you got for your daughters just Mm -hmm. this like yeah it's own that we have a vagina and it had never occurred to me before that it needed speaking about I hadn't Mm -hmm. known any deeper right And so, yeah, I was just, I was going through menopause. I was at, could barely remember my name, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let alone lines this. And I had the longest monologue, the, the piece I had of by chance. You did. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so to take a, you know, 
that I'm never going to memorize this. How embarrassing what I'm saying. Oh, my God, people are going to be picturing my vagina when I say this. <laughs> not the <laughs> person because I'm not really acting. <laughs> you know? Oh, I went through so many levels of it. Yeah. I yeah. love that, though. It's like the universe was saying, hey, Anya, I know you want to be a speaker, so let's just jump right in the deep end. <laughs> Absolutely. It couldn't get uh, deeper than that for me, you know, and it was a, a full circle moment because I even uh, had my son and my husband who at the beginning were like, we want nothing to, to do with this. Like, this is, we're not, we can't come see this. Oh, and they both came and my daughter came. I love it. And loads of friends. I like the support from women. Oh, it was just magnificent. It really took it to another level. That's incredible. Thanks for sharing Thank all that. <laughs> I know that was not planned as part of no, our discussion today. So thank wonderful. you. <laughs> yeah, so I, and because, it took me years and years to be able to really feel that, not just say it, but really feel it, that I love me, who I truly am. And I realized that living, you know, my true self, what, now that I'm coming from that place, changes so much. Really right? I, I, I know I'm, I'm way less, I'm not interested in the drama. I'm not interested in fakeness. I'm really quick. I, my, I'm more impatient, even as a yogi, more impatient with wanting authentic, like this kind of conversation, you know? And so I think... With the exception of today, I always begin the podcast with asking the question, what does it mean for you to live as your most true you at this stage or this point in your life? So we will segue into that. Beautiful, beautiful. I was really pondering that question since when I saw it, I thought, oh gosh, what does it mean to me? And, I, and the first thoughts that came to my mind was that I can say I really love myself. It's definitely starts with that I can really feel that I am enough, I am worthy, I love myself, and that that's my true self now is really ready to come and be part of the world. Yeah, that's beautiful. What is it for you? And if there wasn't just one thing, that's okay, but can you look back and see a certain point or conversation or something that kind of helped you as a catalyst to turning from, you know, not loving yourself or not living as your truest self to where you're at today? Mm -hmm. I would have thought it's a number of things, probably for most of us, right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, but there was, when I was younger, when I had first left home and I actually am from England and moved to Canada and I was around people who were really into self-development, self-realization. And I had discovered this book by John Bradshaw, wrote it down here, Homecoming. Mm. And it's all about the inner child. And I had no, I had trained as a nanny, so I felt that I knew childhood, but I had never really explored my own and what that really was to me. And then as that, that was probably the first one that I thought, wow, okay, what, what do I need to uncover? right? Yeah. And then having children were the huge mirror for me about what, what still needed healing, <laughs> what still what was coming to the surface and being way more conscious. And then adding into that was really getting on my mat for yoga. Getting on my mat was the catalyst for me to unwind more into me, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. Really see and feel the core of who I am rather than what I'm projecting. Like every life is great. Everything's okay. I, yeah. I can manage anything. You know, it was, it took it to another level. Wow. And, and in one of my yoga classes, a poem was read that I'll share with you. I'm sure you, maybe you yeah. know it. Anais Nin, I think okay. is how you pronounce it. And she said, and the day came when the whisk to remain tight in a bud 
was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. I love that. Yeah. And I think it just gives me chills now that I chose, had to keep choosing and choosing again to slowly bring me into um, living my best life for me. Yeah. Right. In motherhood, we get entangled right in there. Right. And we think we, everything we do is for the children. And that's wrong. That's actually the society and everybody has lied to us that that is where it has to happen, you know? And so it was this realizing like, wow, I don't want to remain small anymore. Whatever it means, you know, it's not me necessarily being on stage. (laughs) That that looks like a bit of it, but that wasn't not, it wasn't that. It was just really not being scared anymore, not Mm. being holding myself back because maybe I don't know enough or maybe I'm not, you know, got anything to bring to the table or what do I not, you know, those sort of insecurities. Mm -hmm. It was really the journey of the self-realization brings me truer and truer to who I am. Wow. And with that, so how old are your kids? Mine are big. I had 20 and 23. Okay. And it sounds like you were able to go through this process with, is your husband who you have now, is this the same as, I guess it's your first husband? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The reason so I'm divorced. <laughs> so that's why I ask this because I speak to so many women who kind of, who find themselves after they've been divorced. And mm-hmm. so to know that you were able to find yourself with your family unit intact and, you know, you didn't have to go through a divorce to find yourself. That to me, I'm like, oh, is that possible? It must be, (laughs) you know, just because that's not the circle that I'm in right now, but I love that. I, it really stands out to me as something really incredible and precious that you were able to really blossom into your full self and Mm. you were able to do so in that context. That's a, a, a really amazing, amazing question because there were many times that I didn't think I could. Yeah. Right? That it, there were many, many, many times that it was over. I was done because I felt suffocated. I felt I couldn't be. Mm. But for me anyway, you know, everybody's different mm-hmm. and every relationship is obviously different. But there was, I realized that actually what was holding me back was still me. Wow. <laughs> still frigging me showing up and holding back. You know, it was still me. And okay, so what did that look like though? So for somebody who's listening to this and saying, wait, that's me right now. I feel like I'm so done, but I don't want to be done. Is it just me holding myself back or not? Can you kind of walk us through a little bit of how maybe. you processed that? Yeah, maybe. I guess, mm, so good. Because I guess really for me, we joke about it a little bit, my husband and I, because we're on very different journeys in a way. I think I, I even with parenting, we're very different. But that end goal was always the same. Like I learned a lot from him, you know, mm-hmm. um, in just how to be and, and, and you know, he's, he's got lots of great qualities and lots of yeah. shit qualities, you know. Like <laughs> all, we all. <laughs> but, yeah, funny enough, I think I might too. And <laughs> I think it was that I had to do it anyway. I think maybe that's where it was. I had to break out and do it anyway and he was either coming along or not I think I kind of got to that point I'm like I'm 54 now and you know we've been together since I was 20 right and so we yeah we joke about we never wanted a divorce on the same day like so when I (laughs) have had enough he's going hey she's kind of cool and when he's had enough I'm like I kind of like him you know So it it is definitely a journey. You know, it's definitely never out of the woods. I think what I did learn always, and maybe this isn't for everybody, is that 
he always has my so no matter all the other stuff and I wouldn't I don't it took me a long time to really recognize that actually because I thought he was just in the way all the time you know like if you didn't this I would this and I would be able you know and I realized that's where I sort of turned it around so ah it's me actually And, and he is a silent very practical way more fear ridden than me but support to yeah he never ever so this would be a big one maybe he has never ever doubted me or put me like made me feel like okay this isn't possible yeah so those maybe those are characteristics he's in he he has in him thanks for digging into that that was a totally other non-planned question so really Mm -hmm. appreciate your vulnerability in that because i think that there's a lot of people who can relate to where you are at and hearing that is going to be really beneficial for them as they're, you know, on their own journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. And it definitely isn't easy. It wasn't easy to stay and I didn't, it didn't look easy to leave. Yeah. I think that's where I was at. It was definitely not a beautiful, oh, <laughs> there are a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. Not all the time. It certainly was not like that all the time. Yeah. 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 Well, let's talk about parenting because that is your specialty or what you Mm -hmm. like to talk about a lot as well as these other things. So walk us through what it looked like for you kind of pre-parenting days when you were a nanny. What was that Mm -hmm. like? And then what was that process as you began to realize that your own parenting was going to look quite different than what it looked like for you to be a nanny? Yeah. Well, being a nanny, I was actually quite a judgment. Well, I know I was a judgmental nanny. Like I was like, well, these parents just got it together and followed the schedule and did this. And <laughs> this is the way you, you know, I, it was a, I never realized that kids were different. Like we, we had a way with the training I did and everything that this is, you know, this is bedtime. These are the rules. You take them outside, you play, but it was still very set. And so I thought I had it made. I thought, oh, well, this parenting thing's easy. Like I've just raised loads of other people's children. (laughs) And then the shock being that, first of all, I never anticipated how in love with my child I would be, Mm -hmm. like fully, deeply, completely in love with this little person. You know, I had my son first, so one person at the time. And I suddenly realized it was a gut feeling, an instinct feeling that a lot of what I thought didn't make sense anymore. It didn't come from my intuition anymore, right? It did. It came from a book. It came from experience. It came that you know. There's certain parts very interesting, but there was one incident. So I, I tell this a few times, but it, it's funny because so he was I don't know nearly two, and they're just little crazy people at that time, right? Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know what he had done, but I had just I thought, well, I better. He can't be. He has to know he can't do this. Whatever stupid little thing it was. And I sat him on the couch and I sat by the couch and I went, well, you're going to sit here, you know, that that's naughty or you can't do that, whatever it be. And as I sat there and he sobbed his little heart out and I sat there and I thought, what the heck am I doing? Like, he doesn't, it, this doesn't, he doesn't even have a clue. He's just crying thinking, oh my God, we were sitting on this couch reading and now I'm naughty. And so it just started to unwind these thoughts of gone, but my intuition is saying, he doesn't actually, it doesn't have to be in trouble. You know, it was the fear of the future, the fear of, oh, well, he's going to think he can get away with whatever, or mm-hmm. he's going to be spoiled. And it was all this crap. And it was so, that, I remember that moment so succinctly because my whole heart 
and my intuition was saying, this is, no, nope, don't do this to him. This is yeah. just rubbish. Whereas maybe in Nanny, maybe that felt made sense to me that, okay, you're being a bit naughty, you're going to sit here. And this was just so entwined for me with this little boy that I was like, okay, get down. No, this is... <laughs> not in punishing you like it's not even a punishment like it's ridiculous the whole scenario is ridiculous and that was maybe the beginning path of how nannying to really sort of trusting my intuition and that was hard because I had in my head loads and loads of shoulds and coulds Mm -hmm. and what what we have to do and we and living in the future of like oh if you this oh for so many things and I was constantly in battle with myself what's right what what what's right for me for him what's right, what's true here. You know, I, I do wish I had been stronger. I wish I had the confidence I have now back then to <laughs> right. how, which I guess we're never going to have, right? But back then to be like, hey, you know what, listen to what he his needs. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And so where in that process did your own kind of understanding of your inner child come into play? It was more, it was such a reflection of me of when, what I must have been like at that age, I guess, mm-hmm. right, to some degree. And so then it would come up, oh, it made me realize, wow, my parents divorced when I was young and different scenarios that went on in the past that I didn't even remember mm-hmm. made me see clearly, more clearly, without, I mean, at that time there was blame. I don't have the blame now, but at that time I sort of just felt, well, you had of, you know, it was easy to project <laughs> it away from me. And so, you know, from deep levels of how I communicate or how I might hold something back because I don't want to appear vulnerable, even to my little kid, like it just seems ridiculous now, right? But like it takes a lot to be vulnerable, right? If that's not your go-to and then you want to be vulnerable because you want to show real light, real truth to to your children. Yep. But that gets tied into, you know, is that making me look weak? Is that making me look, they're not going to listen now? Like a whole bunch of nonsense. Yeah. yeah so that gosh. was more the uncovering a lot of the stuff from the divorce uh, of my parents and then the interesting way that all sort of developed as we grew up definitely came more to light once I have my own. And so as those things started to come to light, you mentioned yoga and so that may be where you take this, but what are some of the things that you did to process? Because that can be really painful to go back to those early memories that have been sitting in your body for so long and actually allow them to come to the surface, allow them to be made known to you. What did you do to help yourself process some of that? Yeah. That's that's 100% what you just said, exactly that, that it was so stored in my body mm-hmm. that when I started yoga, I didn't think much of it. I thought, oh, this is, you know, I'll sit there, get a good stretch, get some time away from kids, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I had no idea how deeper, deep it was, that it really, there'd be tiny, tiny moments in a yoga practice that I was so fully present, in need of nothing, almost in love with my arm that or or my breath or something, you know, whatever it was, but teeny moments that would then evaporate and then your mind comes in and says, oh, I'm not doing this right or whatever. And I think it was that that really began the deeper healing, you know, and then the philosophy part of yoga, you know, and then bringing in breath work and meditation. I didn't even, I just thought I was breathing. I never even gave it any thought, right? And then you realize how powerful that is. So that definitely sprung that journey more forward. Okay. 
And so your book, tell us a little bit about your book, because it sounds like this kind of leads into that. <laughs> yes, it's actually <laughs> actually going on Amazon as we speak, I think. What? That's all. so it's exciting. That close. <laughs> yes, it's so exciting. So it's, again, another me jump in. I jump in and I didn't even had a plan to write a book, but I knew I had more to say to from clients and people I was around that parenting needs to change, right? It really needs to change from this top-down parenting, the old way of parenting. Yeah. And we have all these insane expectations of mothers in, in particular yes isn't even doesn't make sense on any level yeah. you know and so I started to write this uh, about a year or two a couple of years ago and <laughs> I realized that I wanted to tell my story more to really let people know that it was a journey it's a total journey and if we're open to it we can see that you know, in our children and how wise, I mean, I know you have children too, like they're so wise. If we yeah. shut up and listen, they, their information is just like, oh, I never thought I had no idea. Like they're not us, right? They're yep. their own person. And so this was sort of my reason for writing it and then parent from this place. And then it was this, I hadn't even, weird how you evolve, thought how much yoga changed the way I parented. Right? I hadn't even really given that a thought process until I was writing this, until I was in between each chapter. There's some a breath work and a centering and a pose and a, a mantra, you know, as a way of just sort of saying, hey, these little tips, it really can make a difference. It really, really. And I fully believe that in that just catching how you're breathing or just stand in mountain or, or a, a pose before you enter the room because you're fed up and you want to scream at everybody. Like it's that change in mindset. And for me, you can call it, you know, mindfulness, anything you want. But for me, it was, yo it was the mix of yoga, breath, yeah, mantras, right? Yep. You have a yoga practice too, right? I think. I, so not as a teacher by any means, but I do practice mm -hmm. yoga and it has been really, for me, it has really helped my parenting as well. And I would say, so I'll just give you a super brief mm -hmm. uh, summary of kind of my journey as a parent. When I started, I had no clue what I was doing as a parent. I mean, I had this little newborn who, like you said, I was madly, madly in love with. I, I had no idea I could have that much love in my heart. And it just like my heart exploded when she was born. But then as she became a toddler, I'm like, what the heck, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like I had no clue what I was doing and I didn't know how to attach with her. I didn't know how to spend time with her. I mean, those basics that for some people come naturally, for some people they're trained. I had no idea what I was doing. And I really spent those first, I would say four years of being a parent feeling like I didn't belong. Like I couldn't mm. be a good parent and just constantly questioning myself. I was really angry a lot. I, you know, that came out in my parenting a lot. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started to really delve into various practices. For me, it started with things like yoga and centering prayer. And mm -hmm. it was in healing myself that I then began to heal as a parent. So similar to you in that regard, but that's the super short version. And yeah, I think being able to heal ourselves, being able to parent our own inner child makes all the difference in the world for how we're able to parent our own kids. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you can't pass on stuff. We all know you can't pass on stuff that you don't, haven't actually felt. So we yeah. can say to our kids, oh, no, you be really kind. We're not speaking unkindly. 
And then if you can't catch that, my God, I, I just said something really mean. Like yeah. I just said that really nasty. Like yeah. that's the reflection, right? But yep. you have to be in an open enough place yep. that you're able to lean back and, and see that. And you, and you know, with your, you see in their eyes. Yeah. Right, and we carry all this guilt and all the shame of uh, many. T- I've messed up. Our hands up. I've messed up millions and millions of times. <laughs> right, I still do. Mine just pull me on it much quicker now. <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's so gentler. fun when they start doing that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really makes you feel good. I always say you got to have pretty decent self-esteem before the teenage years, or forget about it. <laughs> yeah, I am full on in the tween years, so we're not quite mm. at teenagers, but. Oh my word, they have no problem telling me when I'm off base. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's, we really have to welcome that, right? Yes. It's hard, but we have to have our boundaries, right? Yeah. We have to sort of say, okay, yeah. this, you know, these, there's limits here. But yeah, it, it's definitely the meditation. And I didn't, when I started yoga, meditation wasn't, a, I thought, you know what? I do not have time for that. I am too yep. busy. <laughs> yeah. I have lots to do. I'm too busy, right? And then now I realize, like, my gosh, what a different parent I would be had I had that part as well in the mix. So I definitely have it now, but it's, you know, a different scenario. I want to touch on that, like, if I had that or if I could go back and change things, because I want to know how you, I mean, that in itself requires some healing, right? And Mm -hmm. some forgiveness, uh, forgiving yourself for things. So I want to know what that has looked like for you. Yeah, I think it's mostly looked like that even when I was really in the mess of things, I was better, quicker to be able to apologize mm-hmm. and really almost apologize and forgive myself and then apologize to the, to them, especially, you know, when I was full on messing up. I think that's a big one. I think it's also so important to share. And I, I mean, I learned this going along. I didn't, didn't, come into it knowing this it, my own life experiences with them mm-hmm. but without coming from a teachy place if that makes sense Absolutely. right like it's kind of like you know I could tell them about something I was at the mall and this lady said or this guy or we did this, such and such and I'd be like oh my god I felt so embarrassed because I, I wanted to say this and I didn't you know and sharing those kind of vulnerable things re- really helped them see me as human and I think yeah. that was a big part of it because I, I know many of what I took for myself I know that I always thought my parents knew everything, right, for a very long time. And then when you – it's like a Santa thing, right? And then when you realize they're just human, actually. You know, they didn't know any – they did the best – let's assume everybody did the best they can with the situation where they were at, right? So I think that was more – the journey and I mean we we still even now we'll have conversations around things that you know my son is quick to say that I was very unfair that my daughter his sister got away with more things than he did you know (laughs) and like oh my gosh still and so you know we just we'll we'll have a conversation about it and I really have way easier to be open to listening to really what he has to say rather than jump in and fix it or jump in and say that's not it at all that's that's your opinion my opinion you know because we get we we get protective of our own stuff right right? and we might be thinking we didn't you know we really worked hard at something uh with them some situation and they're going to see it totally differently and yeah that's actually okay wow and I think about that connection between you making space to listen to yourself in yoga and meditation to you then being able to listen to your kids. Mm-hmm. To me, that feels like such a powerful connection that when you learn to be silent or to just, whether you're silent or not, 
listen to mm-hmm. yourself and hear what you are feeling, what you are needing, what your body is saying, what's coming up, what's not coming up, then you're already in that practice of making space for things that may not be easy, may not be what you expected. And so you can do that for others, for your kids, Mm. for your partner, for, you know, whoever it is, you can then do that. Yeah, that's, that's a great way to sum it up in that, because I think too, in, in, in me, I always want, I, the future part of me thinking, what relationship do I want them to have in the future with me? What, you know, and so I would like to think that they would like to be with me I'd like to think that they would like to come home I'd like to think they would be happy to you know tell me about their day say you know yeah and so I don't think they can do that or most of us can't do that unless we feel safe heard seen that it's okay that you can share with me that you really messed up and you know we've obviously had loads of those (laughs) situations that they can share that and know that mom is a safe place to land that was important to me you know and I'm sure and there's a lot of stuff I'm glad I don't know. I'm, I'm happy that they didn't ever share. But, <laughs> Those right? are the things that when uh, they're in their 30s, they're going to be like, oh, mom, you had no clue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm quite happy to not know things. Yeah. yeah, hopefully never. But yeah, have have that the bigger picture. So to be able to really see and hear them definitely was because I was doing that for myself. And, and I was much easier to do that for them than it was for my husband, for me to do for my husband. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bigger battle there of energy to to raising people, right? Yeah, yeah that's a totally different dynamic for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as you are looking at your own future and where you're heading with a brand new book about to be released mm. and probably a lot more in your future, what would you say are your or is your top concern? top concern and for we can myself, say as it relates to living as your truest self so we'll bring it back to that yeah uh, to be honest I think that my biggest concern would be that I would be able to stay grounded and stay open mm. as things propel forward for me as as life continues for me yeah I think that would be my biggest concern that I would, if I'm not grounded, I'm not fully who I am, Mm. right? Whatever that might mean from a walk to a breath to a sitting down, lying down, whatever, right? That to be able to still stay in my truth, I, I need that. Yeah. Thank you. Well, for anyone who has been listening that wants to know where to find you, where are the best places that they can find you online? I I hang out definitely way more on Instagram. Instagram is much more of a regular place for me. So Parenting Success Coach over on Instagram, you would find me. And then you have a podcast of your own, right? Yeah, I have a podcast called Parenting Differently. Where I'm really amplifying voices of parents who are choosing to do it differently. My intro is sort of like different to how we were raised, different to how society's telling us, just different. That yeah. that's a big passion of mine. Yeah. yeah. Great. And then your book is being released on Amazon. Is it an ebook format or is it also it, a hard format? Uh print on demand, I believe. Like okay. as in but I think they do it on both. It's okay. still sort of at the beginning stages, but I finally signed up right now to Amazon to have that uh, direct marketing and my coach is about to put it all on this week hopefully so wow. in the next couple of weeks 
So by I'm the time hoping. we release this, yes. hopefully yeah, it will be you your book will also be released. And we'll link that in the show notes for anyone who wants to check Beautiful. it out. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Anya, for your vulnerability in this conversation. I know we covered a few things that we did not plan on covering today. (laughs) So thank you for being willing to go into some kind of deep places in a really short amount of time today. (laughs) Oh, you're very welcome, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you so very much for having me on. This is what a great um, topic. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. You have so many options to choose from, and I love that you chose the Most True You podcast. You can support the podcast by subscribing and reviewing the podcast, particularly via iTunes. You can find out more information about our guests in the show notes, and you can find out more information about me on my website at ikellyirene.com and more information about the podcast at Most True youpodcast.com. Until next week, many blessings, my friends.